today's topic, I think it's one that's close to your heart, Darren, is better recognition for ground staff and ground keepers. So do you just want to set the scene for that for us? Yeah, I think it's a, a fairly open one for the, for the guys to talk about. Um, I look at um, the, the grounds industry as a whole, um, and then I look at some other industries, and I just don't think we get the recognition necessarily um, that probably the industry deserves. Um, we do have some great uh, some great award things out there, so not just Premier League, but some of the IOG awards, Bega yeah. uh, do their awards, uh, and there is some stuff there, but it's just individual recognition, probably within organisations as well, right, right, where okay. the ground staff are recognised within their organisation. Um, I'm very fortunate that that's not the case at Tottenham, but certainly in some areas I still see that the groundsmen are kind of right down in the bottom of the list um, of the ground staff. Um, I kind of find that that's quite still very much a shame that that's where we are. Yeah. Um, and when we talk, as we've, we've discussed in a previous episode, careers, uh, and you're trying to entice people into the job, it needs to be you know, some real recognition for what these people do. Because remember, they work in all weathers. Yeah. Um, you know, okay, so you know, whether it's long hours, but the weather that the guys are working in, sometimes is great. You know, you've got a nice summer, fantastic. Mm -hmm. But equally, you know, for Stuart and the boys there, it can be pouring down the rain, they're on and off with covers. Yeah. Golf, you can have a storm blow through and then you've got to get the course back open. Mm -hmm. So the challenges are there. Um, but do the ground staff and greenkeeping staff get the true recognition they deserve? My opinion, no. Well, I think internally, you know, in your own businesses, you know, as we've talked about off camera, it's, you know, it, when I started in the industry in the early 80s, it was seen as almost like farm labouring. Yeah. yeah. It was the proper bottom rung of the ladder. And I think now there's a more, more of an understanding of the science that's involved in it. You know, you're having to look after, some, in some cases, very large budgets. A lot of staff, you know, no, no one teaches you staff management. You end up, you, just, you end up in the job, and you've got to deal with. You might have to deal with 30, 40, 50 staff. You know, and they're all individual personalities. You know, there's a lot of skill involved in it. You know, the man management. You know, you've got to be an accountant almost. You know, you've got to be a, a scientist. Yeah. You know? Plus, there's graft to do as well. You know, the job is get your hands dirty job. Plus, for you guys, you've all got management to do as well. You're a little bit different now. Yeah, yeah, I've been on both sides of the fence. <laughs> but I think the, one of the problems is is that visually, all they see is the practical side of things. Is the pulling the sheets, is the cutting the outfield, the cutting the pitch. So to them, that's not technically a skill. You know what I mean? And that's that can be perceived as that's what they see. The science, they don't see it. They don't see the fertilising, the spraying, the seeding, uh, the renovation side of it. They don't see that general public and, and uh, people within your workplace or a large percentage of people within your workplace will only see the practical sides of the, thi of the things and that's the perception that they get so I think that's part of it yeah I think I think that the perception we have certainly in cricket the perception we have is the blokes work hard yeah you know, that's the yeah. thing which is not bad because I see you working at yeah it. not a bad thing to hear but they don't understand you're not only just grafting hard you're actually having to think about yeah what you're going to do, you've got a game Thanks. coming up in a few weeks' time, you know, you've got to get the pitch ready for that, you've got to recover the ones mm. that have, have been used, you know, you've got to keep the outfield, even cutting patterns in the outfield is mm. like, can become a mathematical mm. equation, <laughs> yeah, you know, even messing about with that, and, and, and a lot of our industry is presentation, mm. you know, um, 
know, there is a saying about that, I won't say that. <laughs> but it's, um, you know, but that is a, is a huge skill to have. You know, to be able to cut a straight line. Mm. It's not as easy as people think. They've got to try it in their gardens and mm. see how easy it is. Yeah. You know? Okay. And, uh, well, we're looking at, you know, top end, which you guys, you know, are fortunate enough to work at. There are different elements of recognition and stress that comes involved with being in, in those areas. I mean, I'm sure you've had occasions, Darren, where, you know, your chairman's gone, why is the pitch not quite looking as I'd like it to look on TV? Yeah. Uh, I guess you've had questions along those lines. Mm-hmm. I guess you've had members and Greens committees and yeah. stuff saying, doesn't look as pretty in some areas as we'd like it to. Um, that's one area, but the recognition for your team's skills and abilities, rather than just doing the, you know, getting the job done, and rather than being seen as, you know, oh, they're just the grounds team. Yeah, I think that, look, the key to this as well is, is some probably, some sports we do, there are, the ground staff get recognised. So I'll give you an example, Wimbledon, men's and ladies final, um, presentation, one side of the net, or half of the net, is the line judges, and then the other side is Neil Stubley's team. Yeah. Uh, and that's fantastic. Um, as was spoken before, you've got a lot of airtime. Sometimes a groundsman in cricket will get an interview. Sometimes in golf, if it's the Masters, you'll you'll get a name drop. It's not all about that. It's not that's you know we want to be big time Charles. It's not that. It's it's the knock on effect to what you can create throughout your staff. You know, I always find it a shame that the FA Cup final at Wembley doesn't have the ground staff there, whether it's a guard of honour with yeah. ball boys or whatnot. That there isn't. Uh, whether it's a a medal or a memento from that having actually had you know the FA Cup final on your pitch that you have produced that you aren't recognised for that I think that's we probably don't do that as well as what they do in the States I'm lucky to have been to the States and pick up things from there um, and we can learn some some stuff from from abroad so that's kind of recognition at high profile grounds yeah why do kind of situation will be further down the pyramid and that's a, a term we keep using in these programs you know it's not filtering down there you've got the chairman in some instances that I think one chairman's personality in, in football would be different to another's in terms of his view of you know what the guys looking after the pitch are yeah, in terms the, of the status of yeah just start with volunteers first okay. uh, at the bottom of gra- grassroots and uh, and take football for instance where for so many years the local authorities have maintained their facilities. All of a sudden there's massive cuts in local authorities. The FA and football now have to rely on volunteers. Uh, that's where my programme comes in with the NGBs. Yeah. So what we're seeing there is that uh, because football have never had to maintain any facilities, it's all brand new to them. It's actually started from scratch. Cricket have been doing it for at grassroots level for 10, 15, 20 years and doing it very well. They're far, far more advanced than any other sport. And it's having... Uh, the recognition that they're getting written, actually accepting that maintenance is part of the club now is a massive thing. And then when you move up beyond volunteers, and I presume you're talking like conference football and uh, minor counties cricket or league cricket and, uh, and, and golf as well, is that uh, do they get recognition from the people that run the club? And, and the answer is no, because there's never any funds there. And it might be the owner, but uh, do they see that as part of... Uh, the, the pitch is part of them having success or not and nine times out of ten the answer is no because the players come first and uh, the corporate hospitality comes a very close second. Okay. Uh, so do, you not, do you not think that 
you know, I mean, you're talking about minor counties and I don't know, non-league football and that, but I mean, you get down to the real grassroots and people's expectations are massive now. They, they, want, to, they want to pay. They yeah. want to pay three thousand pound for yeah. a, a season's yeah. maintenance. And they want. Yeah. They want lords. Yeah. You know, and the reality is, it ain't going to happen. No. No, but people don't understand that. There's still so much education needed at the top flight. You need to educate the the people who hold the purse strings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, footballs realise that. You know, they spend a lot of money on their grounds. Certainly at the top flight, you've got blokes being paid ridiculous amounts a week. You don't want to get them injured. No. You know? So I think respect, it's a two-way respect. It's a respect for the owners of the organisation that you're working within, and that can be grassroots, it's a professional level. And it's a mutual respect both ways. It's having that, what we're actually trying to do, we're trying to provide you a surface. We're trying to provide you the best possible playing surface, whatever whatever it may be, whatever sport. Um, and for the end user, uh, whether that's golf, or whether it's professional football, whether it's Sunday morning on the park, you're still trying to produce a playing surface that you're proud of, but it needs mutual respect. And that has to work both ways, from the players and from the management, senior management, down to the ground staff. Okay, so it's a bit of a triangle. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's managing upwards as well. It's educating those guys, the science that goes into it. Like I say, I'm very fortunate here that we do have that close relationship with the board at all levels, yeah. uh, and we can get our points across. That's not always... Have you always had it's, it's one that's evolved. Um, but is that something that you've made involved? I mean, I'm quite fortunate the people I've worked with, I think that we've had a really good working relationship, but I've manifested that. Like say, you manage upwards, I kind of sort of think that if I want them to have the confidence in me and financially back all the projects that we want to do, I need to get them involved. So I would just say like, Come down. Very much so. Yeah, yeah and, and we'd get them involved in a lot of the like decision making. So we'd say, come down, have a look. I'll talk through how we're trying to make this uh, mm-hmm. decision. Mm-hmm. And what I try to do is I try to say, this is your decision. I'm making it. I'm giving you the information for you to make the right decision. Quite often they say, well, you're the professional. You need to make it. And say, well, I can steer you to professionally how this is going to work. But it's yours, you know. And I think sometimes, I think some managers maybe overstep the mark. And they like, well, this is mine, I will decide. And I think that's where maybe friction comes that's in. That's exactly what I would say. I travel all over the country and I'm, I'm lucky enough to visit major stadiums with, with guys. And, and invariably, it's exactly right what you're saying. It comes down to the individual sometimes. If the individual's like that and wants to be professional about it, and there's some that just like want to take a backward step. So not, it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. And there's some that's very much to the forefront and, and take that approach. And I think that's what I'm seeing up and down the country all the time. But then does it mean that... Uh, the association bodies need to be saying actually this is some bespoke training that managers need to have about how you're selling yourself how you integrate into management i mean i guess i mean i don't know about say the other sports but certainly in golf there's a lot of volunteers on the committees that get involved they've already got their working day you know and it's just their like kind of little pet thing they like to get involved in but it's important to get in on the early stages to sort of show that professional bring them on board we work together as a team inclusive not exclusive but I've kind of developed that through my career I've never been taught that and I think maybe this is the next uh, evolution of management uh, we, we've, we've mentioned that at the top end managing at the top end several times now and what's coming out here is like a template of what a grounds manager you know, grounds director or somebody at the very top 
the skills skill set that he or she should have. And I think you've answered your own question. Yeah. It should that should be the skill set for somebody working at the very top. Yeah, and I think that's the only way that we're going to actually change this perception. And I think you were saying to you about cutting a straight line. You know, we've got it this summer that I've got my committee coming down. One of the things is going to be we're going to have a hand out right? and go just right. We're going to have a little bit of competition <laughs> instead of you, yeah, yeah. right? I know that you can all cut a really straight straight line, but you know you can show me, and I know they're going to go. Oh God, that's really difficult. And mm. it's like yes, because this is a craft. Yeah. And it takes time to you know uh, to um, develop this craft, and then they start to have this perception that actually that's not quite as as easy as it is. They make it look easy, yeah. but then that's what most craftsmen do. They make it look easy because that's where the experience comes in. Mm. Absolutely. Can you see Daniel doing that? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's actually quite interesting yeah. how many people actually turn around and say, it's like, I want to come out and cut some grass. Because the perception is 98% of our job is mm. about mowing. And it's like, it really isn't. But if you want to come down and cut some grass, <laughs> it's that first barrier that you break down. Yeah. Because then they're saying, like, oh, yeah. what I think, you do? I think a massive part as well is the results you produce. Yeah. You produce the results. It's not so much, it, it can be part of those coming down and actually experiencing what you're doing. But if you're producing results week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out, they can actually see, oh, it must be good. Because don't forget, these guys that we talk about that work above us, managers, chairmen, chief execs, they visit other stadiums, they go to other grounds, they talk to other directors, and they get a gauge on where you are. Whether, whether you know it or like it or not. And, and they get an appreciation if you're producing the results, that plays a massive part as well. I just think that, I mean, we've done, we've done something similar to what you're talking about, and we've had people at the offices come out and help us for a day on the ground. Because mm. they all think, oh, it's the middle of summer, the sun's <laughs> shining, it'll be lovely, mm. out there in your shorts, beautiful. And we've had some girls come out you know, and help us out. And because now the jobs have developed where you don't have such a physical job, yeah, all right. The covers are lighter now than they used to be. Mm -hmm. You know, when you was doing it, yeah, yeah, they weighed a ton, didn't yeah. they? But now they're quite light. They made out balloon material, mm -hmm. light as a feather on my some of them. But you know, they really enjoyed it. They go back to the office. And they say, "Oh, we did this, 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 this. It was really good." I said, oh, "I didn't realise they got that involved in it. I didn't realise this about soil. You know, he's telling them how what happened yeah, yeah. roll. Yeah. You know, and they're like, oh, I didn't realise so much science involved in it. They've gone back and they've told ten other people. It's like that." customer satisfaction that yeah, they go yeah. back to 10 other people on that. Yeah. So, so they spread the word in the offices, that does feed its way up to the top. You know, I don't think we'll get our chief exec out and <laughs> the pitch, you know, but he does come out and show yeah. an interest. He's, yeah. he's got a football background out, yeah. Derek, our chief exec, and uh, you know, he can appreciate a straight line. Yeah. yeah. He knows what it should look like, yeah. you know, and mm -hmm. uh, he, he does appreciate it. But some of the other people, like you say, they're volunteers on their committees, you don't see them. From one year to the next. No, but I think also, so I, think, I, I think the other thing is, is that, you know, I've put myself forward in my organisation to actually go and work in some other departments because I can't ask for people to come and work in my department and experience golf if I'm not seen to be outside my comfort zone and saying, actually, I'm going to, I want to go and work in the kitchens because I actually want to learn a bit, maybe a better time management. But when you see that transfer where you're giving and taking, then people start seeing you in a different situation. So why are you in there? Well, I kind of want to learn how I can run my department a bit better. And that's when it's like, actually, you're, actually, you're quite sharp. You're actually thinking about the business. And then I think that's when that mutual respect, mm. and I think that's when the directors and the chairmen yeah. are thinking, I'm spending yeah. a lot of money. I want to see value. And if someone's doing the same thing, ensuring that I'm getting best value, mm. sure. I think your recognition 
completely changes because then it, you, you know you're not drinking you, you're my manager you know, and the very the very top end as well is that you, you you're interacting with all these other departments marketing uh, ticket office especially cricket when there's bad weather mm. but there's everybody on the phone to steer what's the, what's the prospects mm. and things like that because it's, it's all about the money it's all about the business so we do touch uh, at the highest level a lot of departments and you get a respect from that what I'm hearing then is it's kind of in your own hands yeah. to a degree yeah, we have to show how professional yeah. we yes. are yeah. really you know and, and there are occasions when some people do let the industry down you know um, we need to get away from the, you know, the flat cap and wellies mm -hmm. and overall sort of look you know that's that's not how not too many of us sitting here like that you know you don't you look out on the ground there the boys are not not like that you know they're aware of safety so they're wearing the proper gear and all that sort of stuff you know they know exactly what they're doing you know even just the juniors you know you don't let them on mowers unless you you're happy with with uh, being competent you know we just need to show we're not as some people think some people think we're not the sharpest tools in the box yeah, just because we work outside and get our hands dirty. So you want to be recognised as skilled professionals, and to do that, you've got to demonstrate that to the people around you that you're working with. And I guess yeah, the, the more people, the more people that demonstrate it, the more we'll be accepted as that. I think we, we're kind of developing something within the golf green team. It's actually developing mentors, like these role models. It's just like they, you know, Darren might not be perfect, but actually can is a great example of a great manager where you use skills and how yeah. you develop and I think that's another mechanism of like say we're growing the sport, growing the guys that guys and the girls that are going to look after this industry and actually shaping them. I mean I guess a lot of ours fell by luck and perseverance. Yeah. Yeah. The next generation we can't afford to leave that to be luck Agreed. and perseverance. We've actually got to make sure that we leave a legacy so that they, we're, they're steered in the right direction but I think that Days are gone where, you know, you could spend money and it didn't matter. Now every penny is yeah. counted, w whatever, whatever area that you're in. And I think that means is that we have got to be more business managers. Agronomy, I think, is actually becoming a smaller part. Business is actually yeah. becoming the bigger part. Mm -hmm. For sure. Okay. Well, running out of time, I'm afraid, guys, on that one. So um, we'll leave it there. Thanks for joining us and join us again soon.